Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Well, hello there, and welcome to Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. We're so happy that you're here today. Ah, that's good, Joe. You did it! Congratulations! World's best cup of coffee. Great job, everybody. What's happening? I don't want to alarm anyone, but we're trapped in a time storm. I don't want to alarm anyone, but... We're trapped in a time storm. Probably happens all the time. You won't believe this, but I keep... Repeating the same events over and over again? How long did it take you to figure it out this time? Probably happens all the time. I will watch all of you die. One by one. No! Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. GVN presents Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. Today's binge... Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Welcome once again to another edition of Martin and Kathy's Coffee Band. I'm Martin. And I'm Kathy. And we're here once again talking Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And we are up to episode nine, as I have always been. I believe it's something like that. As uh, I have always been. And uh, we got a lot to talk about that episode because, quite frankly, it we believe it was probably the, awesome. the best, best episode of the season and, and quite saddest. frankly, and uh, one of the best episodes that they've done. Uh, but we'll get into that after, uh, as always, we'll start out with giving my lovely wife a chance to talk about whatever she wants to talk about. And uh, that means it's your turn, my dear. Wonderful. Well, I tell you what. Um Today I'm going to talk a little bit about Jeffrey again, and I I hate to keep um, bringing him up and talking about. Yeah, well, I keep talking about him because you know he he has a lot of um, uh, things to talk about. Um, First of all, he is um, he's very he's dramatic, and he likes. I wonder where he gets that from. Not me, um, but anyway, uh, he's he's something else. Though. Anyway, today uh, Friday we went to the doctor with him uh, because uh, well it was time to give the doctor with him, and so we did. And uh, he's five foot nine and weighs one hundred and sixty pounds. I can't believe it. He's a giant. I'm well, five four. See, they killed them because I'm five eight. He's an inch taller, and I and they would tell me that I should weigh like that. I passed that 160 pounds about 
70 pounds ago. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, 100 pounds for me. <laughs> but uh, anyway, but uh, he's doing great health wise. You know, yep, he's awesome. And they gave him shots, which I thought, oh my God, this is going to be fun. And it was so good. The nurse was awesome. She lifted up his shirt, bang, bang, one side, went over the other side, bang. He didn't know what happened. He had a Band-Aid on before he knew what was going on. It was it was fantastic. She was wonderful. Of course, it also helps that he has a, con, a really conservative height threshold of pain. That, anyway. that he does. That he does. But uh, he's still not a big fan of people sticking him with not at all. needles. But uh, of course, I wasn't there, so I'm, I'm just. He by. did great, and I was. I gotta be. I gotta be honest with you. I was super nervous about taking him, and the funny thing of it was was that the the doctor, his doctor. Um, Dr. Uh, Christine Salskar, who is just really awesome, and I love her to death. Um, she remembered that he had escaped when I brought him the last time. When I had to go by myself because Martin was at work, and he couldn't get there in time. And um, she remembered that, and she told the nurse to please escort us and make sure that she we all had a hand on Jeffrey so that he wouldn't get away from us so anyway he we did and they did and it was great and he was really awesome and it was just a good day it was a good day well, for, it for also Jeffrey. didn't hurt of course because she her office used to be halfway across the universe yeah we had to go all, all, all across town and it took close to 40 minutes to get there and uh, now it's a 15 20 minute ride over there which is way nicer like that better uh and one last thing uh of course Regis Philbin just passed away. Yes. Uh, Regis Philbin was one of the many hosts that were that did the Walt Disney parades. Yes. That our uh, son is so either the Easter parades or the Christmas Day parades with Kelly Ripa usually. Right. Uh, and Jeffrey, of course, watches those uh, all Constantly. the time. Constantly. Uh, so he was quite familiar with uh, <laughs> Regis Philbin, but he he'd call him Regis Philnuts. Because his that's just the way it is. It was, it was saying it was funny but because he'd say, he would say Kelly Kelly Ripa without Kelly a problem. Kelly Ripa and Regis Philnuts. <laughs> no matter how many times I tried to get him to say it correctly, it was always Regis Philnuts. Yeah, but it was really so. When he passed away, I my heart sank into my gut, and I was like, oh, that's so sad and then it's then i got a little smile on my face because of Je the way jeffrey pronounces his name and i thought it was quite cute but anyway that's that okay on we go and i digress and let's get on with this episode holy cow okay so just didn't mean to blast out your eardrums out but wow <laughs> okay so initial thoughts on the episode well first of all i'm a big fan of groundhog day so this was just Groundhog Day with my favorite uh, TV series. So whatever, I was just on oh, that. The two thumbs up. And what's it? Wow. What's, what's the, the, of course, the thing that was, was kind of fun about it is there's plenty of comedic stuff going on Absolutely. because of the re repetition. Mm -hmm. uh, but of course, it was also high drama because they're getting ready to die if they didn't fix it, figure, right. figure out their problem. Right. Uh, so, and of course, the episode started out right where the one from last week ended, which was Yo-Yo grabbed the part out, thought they fixed the jump drive, and the, it kicked back up again, they dropped, they jumped again. Mm. But now they're stuck in this time loop. Right. Though at first, only Daisy and... Uh, Phil. Phil, know, know that the know that this is happening because 
I don't. I think it's because they're both. <laughs> they well, both have. They both have alien DNA. But hey, anyway, well, Phil said, and he thinks it's because they're both in cyber. Well, he said that was just one of the many theories they discussed right, every time right. they kept repeating the <laughs> right. loop. So, so anyway, so the episode starts out with Daisy rising up out of her healing pod because she had just went back in it last episode. Right. And of course, when she gets up, Seuss is sitting there napping in the chair, watching over. Her, uh, I don't know how much watching he's doing when he's sleeping. Uh, but anyway, so her boots hit the ground and it wakes him up. So, he's, of course, he's asking, you know, where are you going? You're supposed to be resting. So she goes, checks out, comes to find out. Deke tells her they're in a time storm. Uh, and Matt gets yeah, burnt in the face. Right, gets his face burnt from a radiation spike. Uh, Gemma uh, mentions that the radiation levels are climbing. Here comes Deke in to tell him, hey, don't we're in a time storm. I said that time. We don't, I don't concern anyone, but we're in a time storm. Right. So, oh yeah, time storm. Right. Sorry, that's a time loop. So anyway, so uh, at that point, as you said, Matt gets his face burned. Yep. So they take him in to see Gemma, uh, and Gemma's going in there to get something out of the drawer to take care of Mac. And you can see a bottle of Deke's cologne that he, uh, I think, that's the cologne that he made for themselves when he was in the rock, the rock band, mm-hmm. the Rico <laughs> Suave. Right. Uh, she called it his tools. <laughs> I'm not sure. So anyway, so, uh, and so they're trying to take care of him, and they jump again. Next thing you know, Daisy's back in the the healing pot again. And of course, she, initially, she's still a little confused by it, but then as, you know, they do repeat those same events, she's something, I think I've done this before, but she knows enough to stop Mac from getting burnt. She closes the door to keep Mac from getting his, uh, Radiation burn, but then she, then here comes Deke, and she goes, "We got a time storm." So, well, you took the words right out of my mouth. He said, "Okay." So then, uh, basically, they're just starting to repeat events. Eventually, she goes and wakes Colson up, and Colson's and she goes, and, "You know, I think there's something wrong. I think I'm looping time." And he goes, "Yeah. Well, how long did it take you to realize that this time?" And he's getting a little irritated because. Uh, well, every time she dies, then he right. has to really tell her the whole right. thing. Right, and that's the other thing he said to her, you know, hey, every time she stops dying, you, right? so every, she, time, she, every she, time you die, she's like, died? I was like, plural? So, uh, yes, and every time you do, I have to tell you everything that went on. So try not to die. Right, said, and so, and could you not, go ahead and make sure you come wake me up, because it's irritating. Because who has to tell you this stuff? This guy. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so basically, they, they realize they're in the time loop, and they need to figure a way out of it. But uh, every time they're trying to make progress in it, the time resets, and they have to do it again. Right. And they and apparently they've been trying different things, to, but none of them seem to work. And, of course, if she on those events that she dies, it all goes blank again. It's sort of like the 30-second uh, right. uh, uh, Tom uh, or whatever. 10-second Tom. Tom. Right, where she has to start all over again. 61st state. That's another one. So uh, eventually they start learning. And I think the, some of the funny stuff is, is like when Daisy wakes up and goes in there, she starts just calling off what's going to happen, uh, including what Yo-Yo, who of course has got her powers back now, uh, talks about, you know, She's already here. Right, she's from the <laughs> Quinjets. So she goes, hey, it's me. I'm, I'm already there. <laughs> so uh, eventually, Daisy's sitting there saying the words the same time she says them, and they're all looking at her like, what's, what's... See, this was the part of the episode that I thought was interesting, is that when she realized she was doing the time, uh, the time loop, right. 
She told Are we them talking about Daisy. Daisy, right? Yeah. And she tells the rest of the team about it. No one sits there and says, "You crazy?" No, they, they just well, right, they just buy right in and say, "Okay, what do we do?" Uh, and I think that has to do with the fact, of course, they've been together so long; they pretty much trust each other. Right. So they realize that, you know, generally speaking, you're not going to steer us wrong about uh, you know what you're saying. Now, curiously, now that now that we're we're they none of them know yeah, none of them none know, of them know that this on. is happening right but every she time tells them. right and every time it happens though um they still don't know until right. she tells them again so what was your nothing i was gonna i was gonna talk about something that, that we're gonna talk about later <laughs> oh. that's fine okay so uh now colson when he's describing her about the loop he describes it like a record skipping mm-hmm. and she's staring at him like he's got three heads and, and he goes, she doesn't know what it right is. he says Hey, your vinyl is coming back. You should know this stuff. <laughs> so, but so anyway, he said, and every time he, when he told her that she had died, he said, "You give me the exact same reaction." Which was, I died. Is it plural? <laughs> and so if we could skip some of this stuff, where I don't have to keep repeating myself, we'd be better off. So and Gemma, every single time that they talk about getting the thing out of her head, that she says it exactly the same way. Right. It said, okay. Let's just get this over with. Right. Well, you know, and, and before I, before, she said, let's just get this over with. You took, Never mind. You, you I see, this is why I was bound to determine this when I'm slamming on the desk again, but I was bound to determine this time that I wasn't going to just go, uh-huh, uh-huh, that's right, that's right. And so now this is what we get. Me okay. jumping in and going ahead and well, yeah, you're, not that, you're not that far ahead because all right. uh, you know they're once they find I'm out sorry. they're in the, no that's all right once they find out they're in the time loop they ask Deke said okay do you know you know does did Fitz leave anything behind telling us about the jump drive is there anything we can fix he said well I'm not sure because he knows about Jim's implant right, no, right. No, none of the rest of them do he said uh, let me check it's kind of hard to access so he leaves to talk to Gemma well unbeknownst to him Daisy and uh, Colson basically following. So when she's talking about the implant, they come in and say, well, hey, the implant, maybe this might be something we need to know about. And he swear, I did not tell him. He said, you guys followed me? He said, yeah, but this is, we're kind of in a life and death situation. I don't think we need to be having any secrets now. So they, you know, they told, the, uh, they told him about the implant and Gemma asked Daisy, so, so I mean, how, how can you prove to me this, what, this is really happening? And she tells him, okay, she tells her, okay, make up a word and just say it out loud and we'll see. So she says, phlebotinum. <laughs> now, and of course I thought, you know, that's really cute, but of course this is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I'm thinking, okay, so what does that mean? So I look it up and sure enough, what phlebotinum is, is basically an imaginary device that they use for television to explain something. And they're hoping that the audience doesn't really care what explanations about what it is? Just accept that that's what it is, and it's, that's what and that's what is. It's not a device. It's yeah, a, it's it's imaginary. Yeah, it's an imaginary thing. They just made it up. That's what I mean. It's an imaginary device. That's it's it's even a definition. <laughs> okay, yeah, just see, why is it a device? What's wrong? Okay, I just thought it was more of like an imaginary na- thing that means. Right. Well, it's, not it's necessarily all, a device, but, no, it's just, but I get your device. I get what you're saying. Right. It's, I say that's the term for even if they don't call it phlebotinum. a thing. Right. I got you. What you're saying. Right. Babe. But anyway, so so it's when not they really anything is it? What's that? I said it's not really anything, is it? No, it's not really anything. It's imaginary. Right. Okay, go on, right, which, please. Which, which, I'm which, sorry. Cut this part <laughs> out. I am not. This is just cut it out. 
cut this part out. This part right here. The, between the pencils and the erasers? Right there. Really, that won't be being cut out now. Kill it! <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I understand why he's dramatic. I don't understand. <laughs> okay, so anyway, so because, you know, she proves to them that, yeah, this is the loop is the face, she goes, okay, so what can I do to help? So, well, we're going to need to remove your implant to see if we can get you to remember how to fix the drive. She goes, well, okay, said, but, and the one good way to look at it is if we remove it, when we do our next time loop, it'll be, it'll right, be, back back, in be right back in there again. So uh, she goes, okay, so she gets the device that uh, she has to use to remove it, and it's key-coded where only she can tell it to, to allow her to remove her implant. And she's in the lab, sitting in the lab all by herself, and they're watching through a window. So she starts to do it, and she starts to call. And she goes, okay, okay here we go, do it again. And she starts to do it, starts to cough again. And basically, she collapses to the ground, dies. Jim dies. And they're all staring at what, what's going on here. So they loop again, and this time they do the same thing. But this time Daisy says, I'm going to go in there with you. Right. They said, what, you mean we've done this before? Yeah, and this time I'm going to be in there with you. So they go into the lab and do it again. And this time Daisy's going to do it. And Daisy said, okay, so how do I do this? She goes, well, I really don't know. I've never done it before. <laughs> uh, so she goes, okay, good, great. So when she starts to do it, Gemma starts to cough again. And this time, Daisy starts to cough again. And they're both down. Right. And so they're trying to get in there, and Daisy hits the door right before she dies. <laughs> uh, so both Gemma and Daisy are dead. And uh, Enoch goes in there and says, they're both dead. Said, and he can figure out why was the door locked. And then he notices the cut. There's a cut uh, hose or something, a pipe or hose. He said, this was done on purpose. So someone is trying to basically prevent anyone from removing the device out of Jim's uh, neck. So now they're trying, now they're playing clue <laughs> trying to figure out who caused it. said, well, the obvious choices should be probably Deke, Gemma, <laughs> and Enoch. Right. And they say, well, and of course, Colson's going, well, Gemma, you keep dying. So that pretty much only made you as a suspect. Gemma's dying. Daisy's dying. Right. So that leaves, uh, and right. uh, Enoch. And of course they're saying, well, you know, if we don't solve this problem, we die. Why would we want to kill anybody to prevent us from being saved? Right. She goes, uh, well, okay, well, we're going to keep on working, uh, trying to solve this, to find the solution. Uh, so in the meantime, Colson's there, you know, again, talking to Daisy, trying to figure out, so what's going on? He said, you know, I don't like watching you guys die. Right. Uh, so then they get into like a little philosophical discussion. He said, because it hurts me to watch you people die. He said, and I realize that because I am the way I am now, that's exactly what's going to happen anyway. It's kind of going to be my life now. Eventually, you all you people are going to die, and I'm going to be there to see it. And why? Because someone made me and decided that it's something I needed to do. Okay, so and basically Colson is saying that I'm programmed. And he's sitting there thinking, programmed. Oh. Then he realizes who it is that's doing it. Right. And that would be Enoch. He said, so they go back to talk to Enoch, and he's saying that uh, they, they're all in the same room again where they're going to take out her implant. said that uh, we believe that you're, you're the one who's trying to do this. And he goes, why would I do that? I, you know, I like all you people. I wouldn't mm -hmm. try to kill you. So I don't think it's your fault, per se. I think 
you know, you guys you were, realize that it's that this yeah, is happening, then you go into you know, mo this mode. Right. So you guys were together, you know, before this all happened. And obviously there's a big, something you were trying to protect, really big you're trying to protect, which is why you put the implant in Gemma. And you're willing to kill to protect that secret, whatever it is. Said so. What we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and try to remove the implant. And if if I'm wrong, then this won't bother you at all. We'll remove the implant. Mm -hmm. Of course, the minute they start to do it, he goes he in goes and kills a robot boy right. and grabs a Daisy by the throat. And of course, they're all going, "Hey, what are you doing?" And right, and you're especially Gemma. And said, "Why are you doing that?" He said, "Because you programmed me to protect the implant at all costs." And what that meant, if I had to kill somebody, well, even if I had to kill you to do it. So of course, once they got that out of him, Daisy bless her with his with her powers, and he realizes what he does, and he's just sitting there laying on the ground. But oh dear! Uh, so they now know well what's causing it. But so the problem is, is they're going to need to remove the implant without uh, by keeping him sidetracked. So right. He doesn't know without what's going Enoch on. being aware, because the minute he's aware, he goes into killer robot mode. Right. Which this is the other thing that I was. A little bit um, weirded out by, I guess, is the best thing is to say is that why does Enoch not? Because he's not a human either. Even though he's in this time loop, why isn't he like, um, you know, uh, Daisy and Colson? You know, they, they don't. Other than to this point. I don't remember any of them really even talking to him about it, right? You would think that he would be just as aware of them as right. them, right? As you know what was going on, but as for some reason or another, up to that point, they but never, they never I, even discussed it with it, him. And, and I don't, it's, I'm not bothered by. It. Well, <laughs> good thing they didn't discuss it with him. Maybe he would have remembered it, and then they would have <laughs> never got it out. Um, but anyways, um, but then they did do it, and then they did do loop again. Okay. But anyway, who cares? <laughs> You know what? That would have just screwed everything up anyway. So, hey, I'm fine with that. Let's move on. Okay. I, so I hate to keep bringing up things that are <laughs> not saying. Okay, so so this is the problem they're having now, which is somehow being able to get the implant out without Enoch realizing it's happening and stopping them. Right. And they go through a whole bunch of different loops where Enoch does find out and basically he kills them. He's killing them. Or names them. Or whatever. I'm not sure because there's a number of times where they're sitting there talking to each other. Yes. They can't possibly be dead no, when they're talking. No, they're just like, but they obviously just beat, the, beat the crap out of it. Well, so, they made sure they killed Deke off right. one time. <laughs> See, they, I'm glad you said that because that was to me one of the funny things because even as actors, they've always get Jeff Ward a little hard time uh, as you know, he plays Deke. Uh, they love picking on him. Yeah, uh, I think because he's probably a good sport about right. it. Because it's no fun to pick on. Well, it's, it's uh, sometimes it's fun to pick on people who are a good sport about being picked on. And sometimes it's even more fun to pick on people that aren't a good sport about it. So, but uh, So uh, one of their time loops where basically Enoch takes them all out because they start, you know, they start out with just uh, Daisy and Colson. And mm -hmm. he Beats them up, so they're like, "Okay, we're going to need more people." So they try it with hit, uh, Colson, Daisy, and Gemma. So he leaves Gemma alone, but beats them, <laughs> beats them up. She was well, and what she had told him when they tried that loop was that I need you to forgo an order that I gave you. But she didn't realize that there was a password involved in that, and of course, she can't remember the password. Right. So of course, he beats up Daisy and Colson. So they said, okay, we need more people. So they bring in the whole bunch of them, and he beats them all up, and he kills Deke. He shoots him in the head. <laughs> and, of course, uh, 
Susan's going, where'd you get all those weapons? <laughs> and uh, they said, I think she's dead. And Max said, should we be upset about that? <laughs> Come on! That's wrong. I know he wanted to. I know he wanted to just go. Come on! You should be upset about it. Right. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM. You'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. But, uh, uh, and again, it's, it's all kind of part and parcel of the fact that they like to tease uh, Jeff Ward right. anyway. Um, so anyway, so with each loop, they're trying different things to get past Enoch, but they can't seem to do it. And then the one time that they just about did it, they ran out of time. Uh, so, of course, it relooped again. So uh, eventually what they end up doing is they found a way to basically get Mac, May, Yo-Yo, and Sousa in, to get him into a chamber on his own where they, they, they knew he was going to get past them. So, you know, but we're going to try to make it hard on you. So while, the, while you're fighting us, we're going to uh, get the implant out. And they do. They get the implant out, and she immediately starts remembering. Uh, of course, if you remember from previous episodes when we've talked about it, the implant is in there to basically protect Fitz, is to keep right. her from remembering where Fitz is so the chronicons don't know where Fitz is. Right. Now, see, and, of course, that brings up another thing. I mean, basically, other than Sybil, there really are no chronicons left. So I'm not because sure exactly. Everybody what, got blown up. Right. The, so I'm not sure pods. what danger. Well, you know, see, they were building them. They were building those, you know, like number five is alive. Right. Type robot things um, to kind of be the um, primitive. I mean, they were basically using them as hunters. Yeah. Like before. But again, they took care of those too. So I'm not sure unless she's been busy building new ones, uh, you know, but anyway, so she, that, that was the reason why she had the implant. So they removed the implant, and she's starting to remember, and she tells them that the solution to their problem is a part that is an Enoch. She gives the, the name, but I didn't right. notate the It alone. looks very much like um, Tony Stark's uh, thing that he puts in his chest. Kind of, I mean, from the side. Yeah. But basically, she told him that, you know, that that would regulate the jump drive, but the only problem is it's like taking out a human's heart if we take that out. Enoch will die. Uh, so, isn't this the same thing they hooked him up to to the um, to the uh, uh, monolith that made the thing? Well, see, well, well basically, like I said, uh, in this case, I don't know if that was that, but basically, he used his own battery right. in that one. He hooked himself up to, and right. so it's not the first time that he's sacrificed sacrificing himself. himself. Okay, so anyway, so they find this information out, and right before they jump, Gemma starts doing Elizabeth Hemstridge's crying which is hard to watch because yeah, everyone knows how to cry i'm gonna tell uh, you what i i no 
I, I can't take her and Fitz crying every time. It just kills me. Said uh, so, and of course, all she's sitting there saying is, uh, "What have I done?" Yeah. Oh no! And of course, they do the jump. So, right. Okay. So, but but now Daisy knows what they need to do. Right. So she basically uh, comes in, tells them it's all going to be okay. Tells Gemma to bring Enoch, uh, Enoch with them into the LMD lab. She has uh, Deke to go come with her. Right. And they go in there and they basically explain to them, so, okay, this is what we need to fix the jump drive. And Enoch immediately goes, hey, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And of course, Jim is going, well, I can't, how did I tell you about that? I don't even know what you're talking about. He said, well, we hope you to remember, and this is what needs to happen, but we need to discuss this because it's, you know, Right. Or basically, and, 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 and while they're sitting there talking about whether or not they should do it, Enoch just pulls up, pulls, pulls out, up, pulls out of his chest, right. and ready to hand it to Gemma. And they go, and they're all looking at him like, "What would you? You know, we kind of wanted to discuss. What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. He said, "Well, I would like to believe that if Fitz was here and if uh, he would do the same for me, I'd like to believe all of you would." With all that, but. <laughs> uh, so he gives the device to Gemma, and Gemma and Deke. That's goes, not. I think they. What? You think they would? Do you think they would sacrifice themselves for him? I kind of do. Perhaps. They never had really an opportunity. I mean, they did leave the man behind in time, so I mean. Well, that's true. So, no. uh, but, <laughs> never I mean, mind. But, well, I mean, Maybe I changed my mind on that. But no, I mean, he's sacrificed himself. This is the second time. Right, this is the second time he's basically right. sacrificed himself. And in both cases, just to save the team. Uh, so anyway, so they take the device to hook it up. In the meantime, now he's starting to feel the effects of removing it. So he's, he sinks down to the floor, and Daisy and Colson are with him. And he's sitting there talking about that uh, up until he met this, this particular S.H.I.E.L.D. team, he never felt lonely. He said, I've been alone a lot. Usually I prefer it. But in this particular, are you cheering up on me? <laughs> uh, so... He said, but uh, I have never felt loneliness before, and I don't like it. And, of course, Colson is telling them, uh, telling him that, well, you're not alone. We're here, and we're going to be here with you till the end. He said, I appreciate that, but the problem is, is you can be with me up to the end, but you can't go with me at the end. I got to go. I will leave, and then I'm concerned if I will be lonely when I do that. And he goes, well, you're not wrong. He said, but the Positive. This is Colson, of course, telling him. Of course, he knows all about dying multiple times. Uh, he said the positive thing is it's, it's short-lived feeling. He said, unfortunately, the people you leave behind are going to suffer more than you will. But, uh, you know, they will get on it as part of, uh, basically, in a sense, as part of living. Uh, and... Daisy, of course, is uh, watching him said, asking him if it hurt, and he said, no, it doesn't really hurt. But then it's when he started talking about the loneliness part of it. And he, uh, she goes, and he goes, basically, she thanks him. She thanks him. She said, you know, you, uh, you did this for us, and our team will be able to go on now because of, because of what you've done. He said, well, that's true, but after the, you know, you all will go on, but this will be your last time as a team together, which, of course, it's the end of the show. Of course, it will be their last time. Right. Of course, and she's going, well, I don't understand what you mean by it. He said, well, I've seen the future. 
and this will be your last mission together. I said, so you want to cherish your time together? And she's going, well, that can't be because this is, this is my family. He said, I know this is such a thing with families that you have births and you celebrate those and you have deaths and you mourn those. It's what, it's what happened. said, no, no one is beyond it, and apparently not even me. And she was right. So that makes you just the, the, no different than any living being. And you notice when she's saying that she's staring right at Colson because Colson is, is kind of dealing with that same dilemma. So, uh, and of course, right as uh, Enoch is dying, he uh, mentions Fitz. And Daisy tells him, well, you, yes, and you've been a great friend of Fitz. You've been a great friend to all of us. As we said, as I have always, and he doesn't finish it, he says, as I, as I have always been. Uh, so right then, Deacon repaired the jump drive and they jump. Now, if we gotten all that sad stuff out of the way, let's back up the truck to Daisy and Susa. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about that. Right. Uh, now, and this whole thing to me is weird. Just reading, you know, people's comments from the internet. People, some people have a real problem with Daisy and Sousa being romantic, right? Being a couple, and again, They're about uh, the same age right, and, you know, as they are together right now. It's kind of like a two hundred year old baby, right? I mean, and I don't, you know, yeah, true a enough, reference if, to another show we're watching, right? True enough, if. You wanted to be technical about it. He's a lot older than she is, but yet not, he's not because he's, he's now not. he's now with her. I mean, it does to me. If I met you when you were eighteen, when I was eighteen, because I jumped backwards in time at least two hundred years, because that's about where right. you would at have that, been eighteen. At that particular moment, we're, I'm still eighteen, and you're <laughs> anyway. Um, so okay, that's wishful thinking. Okay, <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta hear all the time how old I am because okay. I'm nine months old. And I just went ahead and throw that in there. Okay. Again, so, cut this part out. No, getting back to Susa and yeah. Daisy. So anyway, got so, no problem with that. I think it's quite cute, and he wants to be her hero. Right. See, so, and, 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 and it's, right. See, and it's interesting because you know, a hero the, to a hero during these loops. Uh, you know, of course, she keeps waking up, and Susan's sitting there. And one of during one of those, she asks him, "Okay, so you know, he gets up and says, hey, what you doing? You should be resting.'" And she goes, "Why do you care?" He says, "Well, I care because you don't." It was okay. Uh, so eventually, uh, she basically takes one of the loops and sits down and wants to find out. So, okay, right. so what? What do you? You know, every time I ask you to do something for me, you do it. Why do you do that? He said, "Because I know people like you." He said, "Some you're the people like you are some of my favorite people, and I'm pretty sure he's talking about Peggy Carter. Are you yeah, talking about Peggy and, Carter oh, and all of them, right? Really, that but goes. basically, he said because you will tackle a problem to the point of running yourself right into a brick wall, right? Because you don't like to lose." Said, and when you do that, there should be someone there to pick you up. And so she was. Well, so you want to be the one who picks me up. Oh, or so, he says, so you're the guy that does that. Right. He said, he not, said, for not for everybody. He said, but if you speak your mind and you might have this power where you can shake things, which is pretty impressive. <laughs> she goes, well, that's really specific. <laughs> uh, so, so in the meantime, it's okay. So what can I do for you? So um, one of the next loops, he gets up and she looks at him for a minute before she asks him what he what tells him what he's going to do. And she kisses him. Right. And then she kisses him again. Uh, and, 
I yeah. got no problem with that. Mm, no I thought problem. it was awesome. Right. Exactly. And then, she and could then, do a lot worse than to have somebody with old-fashioned manners. For sure. Basically. And that who is respects, an absolute truth. Right. And who respects strong women, because he certainly does. Uh, I'm not sure what people's problem with it is. Yeah, well, I, know, yeah. I know there are some people who, for some reason, still wanted her to get with Deke. What? It's, I don't. Yeah. No. I, I say, you know, Deke likes Daisy, of course. Yeah. But that—that's that, to me. I don't see that. Uh, uh, and I'm saying, hey, while he's still there and he's around, why not? So anyway, so just to take off all that sadness we're dealing with. So anyway, so yeah, uh, that's bad. So basically. Uh, they solved their problem. They made their jump. Of course, uh, Enoch is gone. All right. And the episode ends basically with our friend Nathaniel still uh, trying to show Cora how to use her powers. Right. Uh, and, you know, people I think it's funny that people sit there and say that Nathaniel is a horrible villain. So it, it, Actually, right at this point, I mean, right, he doesn't inspire a whole lot of fear <laughs> in me, though he does have Daisy's powers. He's and, got a bunch of powers, it looks like. From, well, the, from see, the, now again, we're, of course, we're going by what they showed for next. Well, looks episode. like he's got teleportation powers, uh, that unless was, that see, was out of the picture. No, of, that wasn't him. Oh, uh, it was another guy where they was given apparently given him all their powers. Oh, their power. mercy. Now, why I'm not sure what this particular guy did where they figured they needed powers into him, uh, but. Basically, but of course we're jumping ahead there. That's in the next episode. Right. So basically, he shows, uh, you know, he gets forward to try to learn how to use the focus or powers with a bunch of glass flutes full of water. She destroys right. them, and it ends with him telling him that uh, her little sister is going to be really impressed by her, which of course is Daisy. Daisy. Uh, so that's kind of where they leave it. Um, so it's as much as I enjoyed. Uh, Clark Gregg and Chloe Bennett's performance in this because they were funny as heck. Yeah, they were. They, they were funny as right. Well. As a, and if it wasn't for what happened at the end, they might have been our performer of the week. But it had to be Joel Stover as Enoch. <laughs> he was good. I tell you what, and I'm. I realize we only have a few episodes left, but I really enjoy him as you know, as an actor, as a as a person on this um, series. He when they. When they killed him, um, when they, uh, you know, when they had to power him, yeah, in uh, the and, fifth, fifth season, yeah, when he sacrificed he, himself at the end of the fifth yeah. season, um, I was really sad about that. I didn't feel it though as much as I felt it. No, this time. well, that's because <laughs> his sacrifice at that time was, uh, it almost felt inevitable, like it had to, some, it had to happen, um, and. This one, and it almost felt almost well. It was, it was because he basically put himself, put them in that position in the first well, place. Well, kind of, sort of, and so well, not it, kind of, sort of. He well, did, yeah, <laughs> but never mind. Right. Anyway, I felt like his, um, yeah, but his sacrifice at this, at this time, he he could have said, "I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about." Guess you're all gonna die. I know what I thought. I thought it was funny because I mentioned here in my notes here that said that Joel Stouffer's performance said that he uh, he killed it. He said actually he <laughs> literally killed all kinds of people. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah there, there, yes, there was many deaths, right. but um, including his. So though I I will say though that um, yeah it 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 that 
I'm going to cry again. It was so sad. So I've never seen anybody who could basically monotone their way into making you feel horrible for them. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Jill Stouffer was definitely our performer of the week. Yeah, and, uh, and truthfully, Chloe and, and, and Greg and Clark Gregg both had and that whole that whole scene was there was, was, I mean, there was a lot much, that, yeah there was, was a lot that, for me right so there was a lot that went on uh and actually even the scene where you know uh colson is talking about the fact that he hates to see how, how everyone die and everything and that he's you know he's talking about that it, it hurt his soul and said you know, i don't even know if i have one and she was of course you have one so don't say of course you don't know if i have one or not i'm a machine uh but anyway i said if it wasn't for a Joel's performance, then we would have probably split it between Chloe and uh, sure. Clark. But uh, without a doubt, it was uh, Joel Stover as Enoch. Now, as far as overall thoughts on the episode, of course, this was Elizabeth Henstridge's directorial debut. And How she awesome. She <laughs> rocked that one. Right. She, uh, it was just, it was probably one of the stinking lousy best episodes of the entire series right i mean which is saying a lot because they've had some really good ones yeah uh, they have yeah they have and and you know even a season uh four well four season four of, it, it was uh, alone, point is, is the strong know, point was a show. huge huge right. fantastic i love all the seasons I've, I've watched this whole thing four times that is not a lie that is so sad too. If you think about it, because like, that's how much time I have to watch. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, but uh, of course I stay up till three a.m. So who cares? But what it does do, I think, for as far as Elizabeth goes, it possibly gives her an avenue to direct. You know, maybe things for Disney Plus. I don't know. Uh, I mean, they apparently are writing. See her on that Hallmark Channel too. I'll tell you what. Oh, well, that's, sorry. Uh, stop. I hit the stinking loud. Yeah, stop my dad. Sorry. <laughs> okay, uh, but. Uh, you know, they invite a number of different people in to, to direct episodes of The Mandalorian. Maybe she could do one of those. Uh, she certainly know. proved herself. Uh, that was awesome. That was all good. It was yeah. all good. Yeah, she certainly have proved herself uh, capable of doing it. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens to her in the future as far as her directorial work. But uh, just as we said, though, as far as where we're at right now, uh, the Zephyr is safe, but Nathaniel still being a pain in the butt. They should have killed his father back when he was a kid that would have eliminated all this stuff yeah, no but you know you know hindsight uh so they still have to deal with him sybil must be still around there somewhere i don't know if she's still okay, on her so tv let me or ask not you a question okay go ahead and ask me a question we still don't know whatever happened to gideon you still are not getting off the gideon train i want are to you? know where he is we have not seen him again we haven't seen him since 73 so uh i want to know is he dead did he get th sent through the the thing so if if he were alive okay now they're i think they, they jumped in this next episode to 83 or uh back to 83 so again that would only be another 10 years on to gideon so he'd probably be about well, maybe that's when we find out what happens to him at this jump right so because I, that's you, the last time we saw no him. i said as you said right? until they prove it, prove it otherwise i'm assuming that nathaniel killed me <laughs> i know we're i mean that shot. would have been poetic but justice now, but now if they're going back to 83 wait a minute no they're not really going back they're basically staying in a sense because even though uh you know before they did this time loop jump they weren't changing years. They were just moving forward, uh, basically jumping in in the same year. Oh, like months. Right. And, uh, just in 
in place. Uh, so. Oh yeah, right. Okay, right. yeah, because they was going like a month, or right, two. and less, and, and it was September, going, right, and it was going uh, each distance but wait was shorter. A okay, so seventy six really was the last time we well, saw. No, I think you saw him. In, you didn't see him in seventy six. You saw him in seventy three, and then when they moved up to seventy six, all you saw was Nathaniel. Then Nathaniel, right. by himself, right. Oh, he's probably dead. Then. Well, I mean, well, you said, anyway, I want to know. Okay, you're probably the only one. <laughs> I, I, I want to know where he is because he became such a pain in the ass later. Right. You know, and he gave um, Grant Ward all his um, power. Well, not really Grant, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Okay, well, Let's stop yeah, this now. Okay. So anyway, so Sybil's still around. I don't know if she's still on her TV or they actually made her actual uh, body or something. Yeah. So we still got that. Uh, and after next. Episode we only have to, we have four left. And after the next one we only have three left, and the next episode is called Stolen. Uh, we don't know what all is involved in that, but we're going to find out this Wednesday. Yeah, we sure will. So uh, that was as I have always been, and it was like I said the best episode of the season. Really so they've got a high road hold to try to do better in that. Which, to be honest with you, I kind of think as we get to the end, they they're, they're going to have to what. To be better than the episode they just showed, they've only got more episodes left. Oh, I don't know. I, I, you know, gosh, it's just, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I have so many thoughts, and I still want to know: Are we gonna, are we gonna see? I'm, I'm hoping they're the gonna, they better wrap that up because I'm gonna tell you what: they can't just leave that hanging. You know, uh, and this another thing talking about Enoch. You know, they basically just to me they just pulled out a component. They didn't mess with his brain or anything like that. Yeah, so yeah, if you put a component back in. Right. If you find another component that would do the or get, yeah, for that matter, say you'd finish time jumping, pull it back up and put it back in. Okay. Let's I think that's a possibility. Okay. It does it does well, sure. I mean, so uh I mean it won't be the first time they've brought him back from the dead. I don't know if they gotta put him on ice though, if his skins are I see again, because he's synthetic. I thought, his, I I thought yeah, I thought his skins were in synthetic right but why did the chromacons need people's oh never mind they weren't really taking their faces they were but they weren't right i mean they were just well, basically if you remember from the very first episode where, you know yeah he just took his skin, right, off, took his skin off and laid it down so yeah. he could take his showers right so well, i'm not sure what the heck with all that well but anyway so so until our next episode until stolen uh i'm martin and I'm Kathy. And we'll catch you again on another episode of Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. Bye. Bye. Okay, welcome once again to another edition of Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. I'm Martin. And I'm Kathy. And have we done this before? Already? Once? No? Yes? I think so. That's what you're... Oh, you know what? What? I think that... Yeah, because you were asking me about... Oh, come on! Next time, same thing, but faster. Hmm. Let's go. Okay, welcome once again to another edition of Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. I'm Martin. And I'm Kathy. And it's... uh, let me do this. I thought we just started this. I thought we already did the I thought we already did the whole thing.
It's been our pleasure to present to you GVN's Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. We'll see you next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.